Before we begin today's episode, I just want to say that my thoughts, prayers, and hearts go out to the entire Columbus Blue Jackets organization from the fan base to the players as they lost one of their young goalies. His name was Matisse Kivlinix, and uh, unfortunately he was taken away from us way too soon. He died in a freak accident just a couple days ago at a July 4th party. So I just want to say that you guys are in my thoughts, heart, and prayer, and uh, my entire love goes out to uh, the Kivlinix family as uh, they in a time of mourning grief and overall I just ask you guys to do the same thing because at the end of the day some things are bigger than hockey so uh, switching subjects and giving you guys the overall picture for today's episode I just want to give you guys another silly season discussion as you know Kyle Palmieri will be an unrestricted free agent uh, in a couple weeks and obviously I just want to talk about maybe could he potentially reunite with the New Jersey Devils organization and overall what would a potential contract look like and uh, also what are the Islanders mindset in terms of re-signing him so obviously a lot to break down a lot to discuss so let's buckle up and begin today's episode. You're Locked On Devils your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. Alrighty, now what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, July 5th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, I hope you had a happy and safe 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you enjoyed it with family, friends, whoever you celebrate with. Hopefully you enjoyed some good baseball, burgers, hot dogs, fireworks, whatever the case might be. I know I had a very happy 4th of July weekend with my family, so hopefully you did so too. Always fun to just celebrate the birthday of America when the Declaration of Independence was signed by Thomas Jefferson back in 1776. So anyway, if you missed the last episode, I basically talked about Scott O'Neill and basically him resigning from HBSE, which is the company that owns the New Jersey Devils and also the Philadelphia 76ers. I basically talked about the similarities between the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils in terms of how the organizations uh, approach things, how will this affect the New Jersey Devils, and how, you know, basically since the Philadelphia 76ers are by far the more popular team over the New Jersey Devils, I talked about how, you know, this kind of got lost in terms of New Jersey Devils news, but it's still relevant to how our organization operates. And basically, I answered the million-dollar question, how will this affect the New Jersey Devils? Because obviously, Scott O'Neill, in interviews, he talked about how he doesn't like to use the T word, you know, quote-unquote, which is basically tanking. He doesn't like uh, his teams to tank. He wants them to compete each and every year. And basically, uh, you know, how will this uh, affect the New Jersey Devils? I basically gave my opinion saying, uh, I don't think this will affect the New Jersey Devils too much because Tom, like I told you guys, usually the president of a company that owns a sports team, usually they're not the ones, uh, you know, running the day-to-day business. Obviously, they'll give some sort of direction, but that's why they hire a general manager to handle the day-by-day operations. And personally, since Tom Fitzgerald is still there, since Lindy Ruff is still there, since the New Jersey Devils, you know, obviously their roster is still intact from uh, last season, then I don't think the direction will change much for the New Jersey Devils, in my honest opinion. So I don't think it'll affect us too much. But overall, you know, it was still breaking news and still something that I wanted to discuss. So anyway, let's talk about some silly season discussion, shall we? So what do 
the New Jersey Devils need? So obviously I've talked about goaltending last week. I've talked about defense. I've talked about potential signing targets that the New Jersey Devils should aim for in free agency. I've talked about potential trade targets that the New Jersey Devils should at least entertain. You know, obviously some are more realistic than others. But overall, what are some players that the New Jersey Devils should aim for? So obviously, guys, if you missed uh, last week's series of episodes, I forget which specific episode I talked about it in. I talked about the overall offense for the New Jersey Devils. It did improve, and, you know, we saw some, you know, improvement from Nico Heizer. We saw some improvement from Jack Hughes. Obviously, Yanni Kwokinen was a surprise. Uh, Igor Sharangovich was also a surprise. Obviously, we want to see Mackenzie Blackwood do a little bit better. Uh, we saw what Jesper brought, Nico Heizer, and also Pavel Zaka were able to do on that captain line. So I talked about the kid line, the captain line goaltending, I talked about the energy line, whatever the case might be. So obviously we saw some improvement from players like Miles Wood, Pavel Zaka, and also Jack Hughes. I feel as though Nico Heizer need to play in a few more games in order for people to just like look at the uh, overall stat sheet and see his improvement. But at the end of the day, when Nico Heizer was playing in those 21 games uh, that he was dressed for, I still feel as though uh, he looked a lot better compared to last year. But at the end of the day, we still need to see him play in more games, stay healthy, whatever the case might be. Discussion for another time. But overall, you get where I'm going at, which is uh, our uh, overall offense is improving, but it's nothing impressive if we compare it to the rest of the league. So, guys, I hinted it towards uh, a few uh, episodes last week in which I talked about Pavel Zaka, our leading points getter. So, Pavel Zaka, he finally leads our team in points. He's finally starting to show some sort of improvement. Obviously, it's not going to make him an all-star. It's nothing uh, impressive. It's nothing to write home about. But overall, we talk about the uh, overall improvement from Pavel Zaka and how I feel like he deserves some more respect on his name. A lot of you disagree with me in that regards, but obviously, got to make a hot take here and there, and I feel as though Pavel Zaka deserves some more love. But at the end of the day, you know, I got to be realistic, and I got to, you know, just be honest with myself. So Pavel Zaka, our leading points getter, 35. Yes, that's impressive in terms of our organization, but in terms of league standards, you know, we're well below the mark in terms of, you know, generating offense. So, uh, Pavel Zaka, our leading point skinner with 35 points, uh, 93 people had uh, higher points totals than him. And, you know, obviously, that's a lot of players. Now, I, I did mention it in uh, last week's few episodes saying that it could have been a lot worse. We could have been like the Detroit Red Wings because the Detroit Red Wings, I don't believe they had a player on their uh, roster who scored uh, over 30 points. But obviously, you know, uh, that that's a discussion for another time. Obviously, we're not the Detroit Red Wings in terms of how far down we're in our rebuild ladder. I feel like, you know, we, we, we can make some noise out east despite us being in a very tough division. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, it, our offense was nothing impressive. So where am I hinting towards that? I, I'm just saying we do need some more offense. I'm not trying to ignore it. I'm not trying to say our offense is perfect. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't think it's uh, top priority. But at the end of the day, still silly season, and I still want to have an overall discussion. So, who am I hinting at that the New Jersey Devils should try to give another shot? So, obviously, we saw this player. He did have a, a bit of a down year this year, but he's been with the New Jersey Devils organization for a while. He was one of our alternate captains. He grew up in New Jersey despite being born in New York. And, obviously, uh, is there still some hard feelings between how it ended between him and the organization? Maybe, but I don't think it's anything that uh, can't be fixed. We traded him to Long Island to reunite him with Andy Green, Corey Schneider, Lou LaMorello. We also added Travis Zajac in the mix. And in return, we got a 
first round pick in this year's NHL draft and we got two prospects one of which did make their uh, Devils debut this season with us and the other was just a throw in I am talking about Kyle Palmieri the New Jersey Devils should at least entertain the fact of him possibly returning to Newark and playing for the New Jersey Devils once again so obviously you know when, when I'm talking about this I'm just saying it is realistic that we can re-sign Kyle Palmieri because obviously it's going to take a lot of making up to do it's going to take a lot of convincing because remember the Islanders were contenders this season they went pretty far in this year's NHL playoffs and obviously you know Kyle Palmieri getting a sniff of NHL playoff action once again you know I'm sure he's going to be you know thirsting for more of that so can we convince him to return to the New Jersey Devils and say listen we just need you back in order to build our offense because if that happens then we win the trade flat out like no ifs ands or buts about it if we're able to get Kyle Palmieri back once again so obviously I feel as though Tom Fitzgerald did a pretty good job of getting a first uh, round pick in this year's NHL draft in exchange for Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac despite the draft pick you know being way later due to the Islanders being contenders but at the end of the day I think it's better than nothing and obviously you know we got two prospects uh, you know that will pretty much amount to nothing so I wouldn't expect anything big from them but at the end of the day uh, you know Kyle Palmieri returning to the playoffs this was the first time that he's gotten you know significant playoff action since uh, his Anaheim Ducks days back uh, during the 2014-2015 campaign because obviously you know he went to the New Jersey Devils uh, playoff run back in 2017 and 2018 but you know like I told you guys many times we were uh, swept essentially by the Tampa Bay Lightning it was a gentleman's sweep we uh, got beat in five games so obviously it's kind of hard to count that but at the end of the day can we convince Kyle Palmieri a New Jersey native to return and play for our organization once again like I told you guys there's certain scenarios that are going to have to go our way I don't think it's likely but at the same time it's not impossible either I do believe the New Jersey Devils can re-sign Kyle Palmieri and you know he won't demand for much and obviously you know this will be like a win-win because we get a another first round draft pick and we reunite with Kyle Palmieri so at the end of the day it's just like thank you Lou I know you love your Devils and also thank you for improving uh, our organization but obviously we're gonna have to talk about certain factors we're gonna talk about uh, the Islanders mindset of re-signing Kyle Palmieri we're gonna have to talk about the Devils mindset of possibly reuniting with Kyle Palmieri we're gonna have to talk about why did he have a down year and overall we're gonna have to discuss his contract what would we have to offer him obviously I told you guys we can get like a solid winger like Kyle Palmieri to return to our organization and overall make us that much better so obviously you know there's some certain things that are gonna have to go our way but at the end of the day like I told you guys I can't reiterate this enough it's not impossible and this is a scenario that was brought to my attention by one of my listeners and also I've seen a few articles just floating around and just entertaining the rumor so we'll talk about that in a second but first after a long holiday weekend and after having to record this episode I'm gonna need some energy so you know what I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a built bar and I also have a PSA for you guys so for a limited time they have built grasshopper cookie which is 80% focused on the limited time flavor available this week only from July 6th through 9th get the new built bar flavor grasshopper cookie what does it taste like well this is a built bar version of the classic thin mint cookie all the flavor without all that sugar it has 150 calories 17 grams of protein and only 5 grams of sugar so if you love those girl scout thin mint cookies then you need to try the built grasshopper cookie i've already tried a few of their samples and they are delicious so did you know that built bar has so many other delicious flavors 
there is something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies, and cream, German chocolate. So there's something for everyone. You know what my favorite flavor is? Well, it's a birthday cake one. My birthday is in a couple days. Hint, hint. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of the, each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out all the flavors available. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you uh, desire. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that really cool? So again, go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code and you'll get 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. So how many of you would like to reunite with Kyle Palmieri? I know I would like to reunite with him, but the first thing is we need to establish what is his relationship like with Lula Morello? What's his uh, relationship like with the New York Islanders so far? Because like I told you guys, they went relatively far in the playoffs, and it seemed as though Kyle Palmieri started to pick it up at the right possible time. He was one of the X factors that led uh, the Islanders to having a deeper playoff run than I anticipated personally because I thought that they would get knocked out in the first round. Obviously, that didn't happen, so they went pretty far in this year's playoffs, and you know, kudos to them for improving because like I told you guys, they kind of had a rough uh, finish to the season, and they got the last seeding in terms of uh, where they would sit in the playoffs in terms of home ice advantage. So obviously, you know, that played a factor into my decision. But at the end of the day, they picked it up at the right possible time. It seems like uh, the Zajac and Kyle Palmieri uh, trade didn't work out for them. But like I told you guys, they were able to pick it up at the right possible time. So let's talk about Lou Lamorello and what he said in an interview in regards to maybe possibly re-signing Kyle Palmieri and bringing him back to the Islanders organization. So he said, if the question is, would we like to have Kyle Palmieri back? The answer is yes. I've had a conversation with Kyle and I've asked him if he would want to come back if there was something that could potentially be worked out. And the answer was yes. He also knows our set of circumstances with reference to our NHL salary cap and our roster. But he is also like Casey Sziskis in a unique situation. He is a toll-free agent, so he is outside the expansion thought process. So I just wanted to add a quick note for you guys. So obviously, you know the circumstances in terms of, you know, what could potentially happen, the expansion draft, how uh, the protection process works. So obviously, I talked about it for the Devils, but I'll just reiterate. So uh, a team can protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie, or eight skaters. So uh, that could be four slash defensemen and one goalie. I personally, if I was a GM, I would go for the protection of seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie uh, because I feel like you have uh, more control over what could potentially happen. So obviously for someone like Kyle Palmieri, he's not eligible to be selected by the Seattle Kraken in this year's expansion draft that will be held on July 21st due to the fact that he is going to be an unrestricted free agent. So I just wanted to add a quick note right there. So let's get back to what Lou LaMorello was saying in his interview. So he said, we potentially cannot keep every player that we have here because we can only protect so many so you never know what transpires but we have an open mind our coaching staff felt the same way how well he fit in how his style fit in with the style that we play and certainly the success we had during the playoffs he would be someone that we certainly would have a strong sort of intention to bring back if possible so if you need an answer as to whether or not Lula Morello is open to the fact of re-signing Kyle Palmieri well there's your answer so obviously it seems like La Morello is big on bringing Kyle Palmieri back and quite honestly I would have to agree with him in that regards because it seems like Kyle Palmieri was able to step up his game in this year's playoff for the Islanders 
Warriors, which is why they were able to just, you know, play so many games. And overall, they went farther than I anticipated. So in 17 games with the Islanders in the regular season, Kyle Palmieri only had four points. So two goals and two assists. So obviously, like I told you guys, it looked like that Kyle Palmieri was not fitting in well with the Islanders organization. However, in the playoffs, he appeared in 19 games, had seven goals, two assists for a grand total of nine points. So obviously, he was able to double, in the same amount of playing time, he was able to double his amount of points. And overall, he stepped up his game at the right possible time. And that's what Kyle Palmieri is prone to do. So obviously, with the Devils this past season, he appeared in 34 games and he had eight goals, nine assists for a grand total of 17 points. So obviously, he did way better with the Devils organization versus uh, the New York Islanders uh, during the course of regular season. But obviously, guys, like I told you, uh, since Kyle Palmieri was traded, and as we all know, usually when you're traded to a new team, you have to get adjusted into a new system, a new coaching staff, a new sense of direction. Obviously, you know, uh, being surrounded by a bunch of veterans, he's going to get lost in a sea, a pool of, you know, decent to good players. So obviously, you know, uh, Kyle Palmieri isn't really the centerpiece of the Islanders organization. Uh, he's just, uh, you know, an add-on in terms of just bring veteran leadership and overall bring overall production. So the offense doesn't really have to run through him. They're not really looking for him in terms of just being their uh, points getter, their goals getter, whatever the case might be. Devils organization, completely different story because Kyle Palmieri, despite, uh, you know, not being relatively that old because he did turn 30 uh, this past February. But obviously, you know, if we're uh, referencing in terms of just age and uh, longevity of playing, He's not really that old. So, obviously, is he out of his prime? I would say so, but at the end of the day, you know, his worst is still better than most people's best if we're looking at it from that perspective. So, obviously, you know, we don't need to talk about his stats too much. We don't need to talk about his achievements. We don't need to talk about his big plays because we've seen it happen with our own two eyes. So, obviously, you know, the question is, would we want to bring Kyle Palmieri back? So, my personal opinion before I give you guys my final verdict is I think the Devils should reunite with him just due to the fact that, you know, he won't be that expensive. And overall, we know what he could bring offensively. Obviously, I'll break that down in a second. But first, I need to give you guys the second live read. And it comes from betonline.ag. So I bet the New Jersey Devils can reunite with Kyle Palmieri. There you go. So BetOnline is the fastest, the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, no pun intended. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore. Is this your chance to get into the game? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. So bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to gamble responsibly and check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs as well. So is it possible that Kyle Palmieri can reunite with the New Jersey Devils? Yes, it is possible, but it's very rare when you see a player reunite with a team that traded him away, especially during that season. So I guess the only example that comes to mind, and we're going to have to go out to the MLB for uh, this to make sense. So I'll roll this Chapman, and I, I presume that a decent amount of you are Yankees fans since this is a New Jersey Devils podcast and there's no uh, baseball team in New Jersey. But, you know, I'll roll this Chapman was traded away from the New York Yankees to the 
Chicago Cubs and then he is able to win a World Series with the Chicago Cubs and then he reunites with the New York Yankees during the course of the offseason. Very rare that you see uh, that happen in all of the major sports but it is possible. So Kyle Palmieri, the thing is we're familiar with him. We know what he brings so uh, it's not all speculation. We know what he could potentially do but obviously we do need to address his struggles this season. So according to Alex of the Hockey Writers, he said part of Palmieri's struggles this season were due to some poor shooting luck. He finished with a shooting percentage of 8.5%, which is well below his 12.5 career shooting percentage, but it wasn't from lack of chances as he still generated about the same amount of shots on goal per 60 minutes as he did in previous three seasons. He actually generated more high danger chances per 60 minutes this season than he had from 2017 to 2020. So uh, obviously, uh, you know, that being stated, I do personally believe that Kyle Palmieri can get back to what he once was in terms of just being a high goal scorer for the New Jersey Devils organization. So obviously, you know, if we go back just last uh, season, so 2019-2020, appeared in 65 games, had 25 goals, 20 assists for a grand total of 45 points. The season before, had 27 goals. Season before that, 24, 26, 30. And that was uh, in his first season with the New Jersey Devils. So obviously, you know, we know that he could get a lot of goals this season. If you add uh, the goals that he had uh, this season for the Islanders and the Devils. He only had 10 and obviously he did play in a decent amount of games. He did uh, appear in 51 games this season so we do need to take that into consideration but at the end of the day I'm not going to say that his career is on uh, the downhill because obviously I just told you guys what the overall narrative in terms of why his production was going down. So at the end of the day you know we know what he's capable of doing and like I told you guys he wouldn't be expensive theoretically. So uh, he's projected to land a three-year at a cap hit of about $4.2 million, just to paint you guys that picture. So obviously, we know what he could do at even strength. We know what he could do in the power play. And overall, you know, those are some things that we need to work on because our five-on-five was not good to end the year. Our power play was not good throughout the course of the year. So obviously, you know, if Tom Fitzgerald is looking for some wingers and some offensive players to help out with our organization, I think he should, you know, entertain the thought of maybe going after Kyle Palmieri just because we know what he can bring. Uh, He's been a devil before. He's been one of our leaders because he was one of our alternate captains. And overall, you know, despite him having an off year this year, we saw what he was capable of doing in the playoffs. We saw that he could return to his normal form. So obviously, you know, we need a lot more goals on our organization. So we need to go after someone like Kyle Palmieri because like I told you guys 93 players I repeat 93 players had uh, higher points totals than Pavel Zaka and Zaka led our team in points so I'm just painting you guys that picture so obviously Kyle Palmieri I think he can uh, possibly reunite with our organization just due to ties he has in New Jersey but at the end of the day he does have some family in Long Island according to the article that I read Uh, in regards to Lou Lamorello answering the fact of the matter if they want to bring back Kyle Palmieri. But obviously, you know, that's going to be up to Kyle Palmieri. And it's going to take some convincing because like I told you guys, you know, uh, Kyle Palmieri got his first sniff of major playoff action in years like like I told you guys he's appeared in one playoff series for the New Jersey Devils but that was only in five games against the Tampa Bay Lightning and then obviously uh the last time he was able to get significant amount of playing time and just sniff uh playoff action was back uh during his tenure with the Anaheim Ducks back in 2014 and 2015 so obviously you know we need to take that into consideration can you convince Kyle Palmieri saying like look I know you got a high amount of chances of just experiencing the playoff atmosphere once again 
for uh, the New York Islanders. But if you just give us another chance, we can uh, build something around you. We would love to have you back. And if Kyle Palmieri does return, then uh, I think the chances of Jack Hughes being a captain for the New Jersey Devils goes completely out the window. I think it would be uh, Nico Heizer, the head captain, then Kyle Palmieri, and then Miles Wood, uh, all being alternate captains uh, for the New Jersey Devils, and then obviously Nico Heizer being at the head of it. So, you know, that's something uh, we need to take into consideration. But obviously, you know, I think they would love to have Kyle Palmieri back because, you know, uh, he is 30 years of age, so he can provide some experience and some wisdom for the New Jersey Devils organization. But at the end of the day, even though we know what he can bring to the organization, it's just of... Does he want to return to our organization? Because, like I told you guys, I'm sure they're more than willing to give Kyle Palmieri another chance. But at the end of the day, it's it's just like, does he want to give us another chance? Because, like I told you guys, the Devils organization were trying to work out a contract extension with Kyle Palmieri and his camp. But, uh, obviously, a deal couldn't be made and they had to trade him uh, at the trade deadline due to the fact that they were worried uh, about, um, you know, potentially losing him in free agency for essentially nothing. So, that was smart of Tom Fitzgerald to do. But at the end of the day, it's just like, does he want to return? Can we convince him to return? And, you know, obviously, does Travis Zajac's uh, comments about overall, uh, you know, being a part of the club if you were under 25, does that play a factor? Honestly, it could, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm sure that was just Travis Zajac speaking for Travis Zajac and not uh, his former Devils teammates, but I've been hearing a lot of reports that former Devils players seem to do much happier away from the Devils organization. Uh, you know, obviously, that's all speculation. That's all rumor. We can't confirm that because, you know, obviously, Blake Coleman is about to win his second ring, and then obviously, you know, Corey Schneider, Andy Green, uh, Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, they all seem relatively happy with the Islanders organization. It seems like Lou Lombarello wants to run it back with Kyle Palmieri. But at the end of the day, I'm sure Kyle Palmieri uh, doesn't have any love loss with the Devils organization. But at the end of the day, it's going to take some convincing. Is it likely to happen? No. But at the end of the day, it's not impossible either. But, you know, uh, we're, we're just going to have to convince Kyle Palmieri saying, we have a sense of direction. We have a sense of urgency. You're still relatively young, even though you're, you're probably most likely out of your prime. But at the end of the day, you know, I think you can provide a lot of good experience for us. But, you know, like, like I told you guys, uh, would I want to see Kyle Palmieri back? Yes, absolutely, because he can provide some extra offense for us. Because, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why we lost like 10 or so games in a row combined with the uh, – uh, series of playing the Rangers and the Penguins during that stretch was just because we couldn't generate any offense. Obviously, we gave Shashurskin, uh his first couple of career shutouts at the NHL level. So, you know, that's something to uh, take into consideration. We just needed some more offense. Obviously, we're a very young team. We're very inexperienced. So we need all the veteran pieces that we can possibly get in overall to uh, lead us to the promised land once again. So for Kyle Palmieri, um, you know, like I said, is it possible? Yes. But at the same time, will it happen? Most likely not. Because like I told you guys, that's a very rare occurrence of, you know, a player being traded away from a team and him re-signing with that organization uh, unless it's for like a final year as if it was like, you know, just a sign of respect. So like, could, could we resign uh, Travis Zajac for like a day so he could retire as a New Jersey Devil? Very possible. But at the end of the day, you know, after his comments, I don't know so much. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, Kyle Palmieri deserves to, uh, you know, be at least entertained by Tom Fitzgerald and the organization. That's all I have to say. That's my final verdict. Do I think it'll happen? No. Is it impossible? No. 
But at the end of the day, you know, would I want Kyle Palmer back on our organization and providing that offense? Yes, absolutely, because I feel as though, you know, it's better to have him than not have him, and we would win that trade by a landslide. So we would have a couple of prospects that will amount to nothing. We would have that uh, first-round pick. We would have that conditional pick, and then also we would get Kyle Palmieri back in free agency, and we signed him to that extension after all. So, you know, we would win that trade by a landslide if you didn't think that we already won the trade already. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's all speculation because, like I said, that's just one of the risks of trading for players uh, that were signed to one-year deals, which is you risk uh, losing them and them just being a rental and when you don't win the Stanley Cup finals overall it can seem like a loss but at the end of the day you know I'm sure the Islanders aren't really losing sleep at night but like I told you guys it seems like the Islanders they want Kyle Palmieri back so you know if if the deal is in the works then you know I'm sure Kyle Palmieri could potentially return to the New Jersey Devils but I'm just saying don't count out any other teams but let me know what you guys think on my Locked On Devils Twitter page that's all the time I have for you guys in today's episode so thanks for listening continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day New Jersey I will catch you guys in the next episode Go Devils, and it's going to get hectic as July starts to move on. So uh, go Devils, and let's see what happens. Let's see if any of my silly season discussions actually come into fruition. I'm excited to see what uh, the future has in store for us.